0: Now, I know you don't have all day, but I know you've got a few minutes to work on your business, and so in this episode, I'm gonna give you some tips, some really easy-to-implement tips to create a more personal brand that's going to attract a loyal following. Hello, hello! Welcome to another edition of The Branding Podcast. I'm your host, Gabriel Aloisi, coming to you from Tampa, Florida. I want to say thank you to everybody that voted for this episode. This episode, we're going to be discussing the power of the personalized experience, and it was a topic that was voted on by you, the listener. Every week, you can go to thebrandingpodcast.com, and you can cast your vote for the next episode. We want to give you what you want to hear, and that's the way we can make it happen for you. While you're at The Branding Podcast, go ahead and sign up for our mailing list. And what I'm going to do is give you a very special gift. I'm going to give you my free ebook called The Seven Elements of Highly Effective Ads. Now, it's actually not free. I should correct myself there. If you go to Barnes & Noble, if you go to Amazon, you have to pay for it. But it's free to you if you sign up for that newsletter. You're going to get all sorts of branding tips, tricks, all my knowledge in one place every month, and you're going to get that book, The Seven Elements of Highly Effective Ads, for free. Now, every week, I love to give a shout out to the cities that were listening to us from all over the country and all over the world. The top cities that were listening to the branding podcast since last episode were Manchester, Pennsylvania. Glen Rock, Pennsylvania, Franklin, Tennessee, Taipei in Taiwan, and Orlando, Florida. Thank you for listening to this show. Thank you for spreading the word, sharing it with your friends, and I hope that I can give your city a shout out on next episode. So let's get into our topic, which is the power of the personal experience. The world's changed in a very, very short time. Study after study confirms that consumers are craving two things. Firstly, consumption habits favor brands that can deliver an on-demand product. So I want you to think about HBO and how earlier in 2015, HBO announced that they would be giving a live streaming app to anybody who would pay $14.99. So if you wanted to watch HBO, you no longer had to have a cable subscription. And literally all over this country, the cord cutters were dancing in the streets. They were serving something very on demand. Another great example is the rise of the daily fantasy sports leagues. You've heard all the ads for FanDuel and DraftKings, I'm sure. They've been clobbering us over the head with these ads all season long. But Disney actually purchased DraftKings. And why did Disney earlier in 2015 purchase DraftKings? They did that because they recognized that the current fantasy football structure was flawed, that people actually wanted to play just for one day or for some weekend and not have to go through the agony of a 16-week season. Or they wanted to play fantasy baseball, fantasy basketball, whatever the case may be, and they wanted to just be able to consume it, get in, get out what they want, and be done with it. That's the power of the on demand world. Now, that's just one of the ways that the world's changed. The second way the world has changed is that consumers in today's world have this insatiable appetite. For the personalized experience And that's of course the subject of today's show But they want to be given more than just a product or service They want to buy into an experience That's tailored specifically for them Think about it In your life, wouldn't you prefer to have an experience That was tailored specifically for you Something bespoke, something created just for you I'm pretty sure that's the case There's a great survey I read recently. It's by a company called Janrain. And they said that 74% get frustrated with websites when content offers ads, promotions, or other things appear on screen that have nothing to do with their interests. So 74% of the world's population of internet browsers would prefer to leave the site if they were served something unrelated to the content they were looking to consume. What's crazy about it is they'll actually do almost anything to receive information. So, this 2000 plus person survey found that 28% of people would give up social networks for a week if they were going to receive information that interested them. It's a crazy stat. Think about it. They also said 25% would give up chocolate for a month, 21% would give up their mobile or smartphone for a day, which is absolutely incredible. 17%, they would say, they would just use a landline for a week, an entire week, imagine that. And 13% would actually give up sex for a month if they were going to get something that interests them. It's pretty crazy, these stats. So people would much rather have a personal experience than almost anything else. It's absolutely astounding. But if you think about it, I'm sure it holds true for you just as it held true for the 2,000-plus people in that survey. If you want some more information on that survey I spoke about, I'll put that in the show notes on our website, thebrandingpodcast.com. Now, how do you do it? How do you build a personal experience? experience for a customer that's going to come across your brand. There's tons of ways to do that. This podcast could go on for hours, but I'm just going to give you a few tips that you can use right away that you can implement very easily to create a personal experience for the people that have come across you and across your brand. The first tip I can give you is to... Use words in your advertisements that are emotionally descriptive and, most importantly, really focus on the word you and your, words like that that you can talk directly to the audience and have them automatically flip that switch in their brain to this is something personal for me. And the easiest way to do that is by using the word you very simply. So on to tip number two. Tip number two is to have your staff and have your employees alerted when someone is coming to visit your store and your office, as long as that makes sense for your business. So a lot of times you might have a few meetings throughout the day and people are popping in at certain times throughout the day. Well, if you can actually make it work for you, have your staff greet these people by their first name. So instead of approaching the receptionist and getting a, what can I do for you or how can I help you, sir? Have your staff tell that person, hey, Mr. Jones, it's so nice to have you here today. Please have a seat, and Gabriel is going to be with you shortly. Something very personal is something very easy to do. Just have to do a little advanced planning. Now, I have a few more tips for you, but first I want you to hear this very special message from my friend Charlie at The Solution Associates. What these guys do is they come into your business, they see all the ways that you can be more efficient and give you a plan and a strategy to do that. Once you have that plan, not only will your business run smoother, but you'll make more money. Hi entrepreneurs, this is Charlie of The Solution Associates. We help companies like yours increase profitability through applied technology and custom software development. We boost productivity by using proven Lean Six Sigma methods of eliminating waste and creating consistent performance. Basically, we turn busy into productive. We work with firms of any size. Just recently, we helped a locksmith here in Tampa save nearly $28,000 a year by finding the right service and customer management program and then showing Casey, the owner, how to configure it to get the most bang for his buck. From consulting services and analysis to custom software development, our team will help you build your business and extract those hidden dollars. So give me a call at 813-984-1836 for a free 15-minute analysis and start finding your hidden money. Another really easy tip is to never exclude someone's name from a piece of correspondence. So whether you're writing a letter or whether you're writing an email to someone, always address them by name. It's really simple, but a name is the sweetest thing to anyone's ears that they've ever heard. I love to hear my name. You probably love to hear your name. So why do we constantly just start emails with what we want to say? You can be different nowadays. It used to be very formal to write dear Mr. So-and-so. But nowadays it gets lost because we're all in this really crazy fast-paced environment. And so you can actually be different by saying someone's name, by stating it at the top of a letter. Now, you don't have to use the word dear because that's a little formal, but just say, hi, Jim. Hi, Mary. And then proceed with the rest of your email. Another way you can stay personal is when you're developing an email blast or you're developing some sort of mailer, go ahead and create a merge tag. A merge tag is something you've probably come across, but it's where you can actually address it to somebody's name, but you don't have to do it one by one. So if you're sending an email blast to 500 or 1,000 people, the merge tag is a little piece of code that's inserted that your developer can do or that someone who's tech-savvy in your office can do that will actually personalize each email that goes out of the system. Technology is a wonderful thing. Let's use it to our advantage. And just like you can do that with an email blast, you can actually do that with postcards, with letters, with other things that you send physically in the mail if you still do that sort of thing. I still send physical mail, and it actually works very well. Once again, because everybody stopped doing it, now it works again. It's funny how that works. Here's one more quick tip for you. In general, in business, just offer people more options. So many times I see businesses that only offer package A, B, or C. Maybe they call it their bronze, silver, and gold package, for instance. And they have no flexibility. You have to be flexible. People want a product that's tailored specifically to them. And in doing so, you need to be able to provide options. The more options that you provide, the more the customer will have that sense that you created something specifically for them. It's really, really powerful. So your homework from me this week, and I know you love hearing that word, your homework from me is to take a 360 degree view of your brand. How can you create a personal experience out of every touch point a consumer or client comes across your brand? Good luck. And until next time, here's to your success.